This is Gwydion's Astral Podcast, episode 21. I'm going to recite for you a poem by my friend Craig Tisdale. It was actually an email he wrote me, and I wrote back and said, Hey, you mind if I make this into a poem? And if so, what pen name should I use? So he provided me with the pen name, which you'll hear later. Silver Wednesday, Wednesday, April 24-2013. I finally get it. It's so wild, the exact explanation. Only one knows my truth, though a handful of sacred observers lend a helpful hand to what they don't understand. Typical, but lonely. Smoke screens and lies about each other's actions in spite of real motivations, as if no one is doing all the same with the exact same motivations over and over with new forms to clothe the deception. Well, maybe this time it'll work, with some new thrust of temporary enthusiasm, failure of ever really getting what's needed by the soul, or getting at the truth of it all which is too damn buried behind a thousand guilt trips and shame walls, a mile-high shit mountain of false pride, if they could just get around the surface bullshit a bit, see the man behind the curtain, they'd be freaked at first, and then shit themselves with relief to know it's not only all just a game, but that they are the man behind it. Therefore, everyone else is too, and the it that everyone is behind is actually a bunch of individual its we've all agreed is the same it. This it isn't some collective tower of human ingenuity and shared reality, but each our own version of consequence of the rape of the individual to believe such a thing could ever even exist as a collective thing in the confines of individual substance of the retentive mind. Wow. No need to kill each other for survival anymore. You mean each one of us has given the substance of our own minds and experience to co-create our own version of reality in lieu of being unique children, universes, of and able to hold divine supernatural conversation with the eternal, which is really ourselves in multidimensional displacements and extensions of its being through various states, transformations and nature's levels of developments of perception and experience through various forms. And many interesting furry animals, the sum and culmination of which is one love and the divine unity as the totality of the universe is the mind of the all? Whatever do I live for now? if not the status I have achieved by my acquisition of a Mercedes, which supported my insecurity-fueled self-esteem and confidence over others who only own Hondas? Such an apocalypse of the false world could be healing, could be real hope, could be a realization of real power centered at the individual in a more cosmic scheme. 
But this bullshit is everywhere. Everyone's got their face stuck in their own television monitor of reality, plugged into media genre hell's various channels, issuing from the architect at some level of the subconscious, obfuscating any chance of anybody seeing things clearly and popping out. All kinds of conditioning and fear-blinding, ingenious means by which this system keeps others in line. There's one reason I enjoyed LSD and staring at the sunset over Santa Cruz Harbor, popping out with each rolling wave as I experienced increasing union of mind with mind, and the dissolution of the in-between into a fine lens for the infinite and I to rejoin again, bridging heaven and earth in rainbow fires of exploding rays of sunlit orgies, of impossible clouds with the violet voice of the sky-cutting sea whose language is time and the fever of a heart whose blood gushes the ocean foam of memories, and a distant life destroyed in constancy of relentless blending of thought with sight and smell, with touch and spirit, with sound, body fading, mind expanding, with and into faraway universes being rebirthed at the delicate ends of the primordial edges of the expanding all where matter and God breathe more tenuously, as the throbbing fibers of the womb touch and feed the unborn, drifting, waiting in soundless steps of immeasurable expanses across eons of sleep, transmuting echoes of light in spirals of awakening into greater whirling reflections of darkness as a unified whole and harmonic sum of vibration which pierces and penetrates the last veil and fabric of that sweet and gently unutterably insurmountable love pouring through and filling all spaces and depths above below and in between and which flies limitless and volatile rarefied and hovering upon the very face of death reclaiming her after the fall to sing in paths more wondrous and splendid than any known to be possible before, etc. By Slur Cookies McBladders, a.k.a. the Drunkedly Knighted, a.k.a. the Rather Jaunty, who in the halls of Antioch before the siege was slandered the one terrible conversator known beyond the extremely disagreeable desert as he who eats like an alien, feared as the tamer of huge hideous worms, and who hypnotized the great beasts of the sands with his nostalgic rendition of Born This Way on auto-harp, at which point the enormous creatures choreographed a posh new dance only fit for the unique physiology of giant worms, which subsequently participated with him in the limitless sing-along finger-puppet bath-time parade show but lacked fingers and bath caps, and so got indignantly angry and had to be annihilated by eliminating the atmosphere of the entire desert planet in a complex magnetic depolarization event induced by dropping a chicken strapped to a shaved cat wearing a rubber Nixon mask down a massive hole drilled to the planet's core, lubricated with ample amounts of butter alternative and the condensation from the mysterious heavy breathing of some man named Gary, 
Space-time was said to be momentarily inversely folded in upon itself into seven other dimensions at this point, occurring in fractions of fractions of seconds, being too small for human brains to notice with any amount of clear discernment, and passed before their awareness as the sound of bees flatulating, whereby the atmosphere then thinned, and instantly seared the surface to glass. Needless to say, this burned the worms, and encased them in slippery silicate, whose warped carcasses are now used as slides in a cheap amusement park, as a happy stopping point for all small children aboard intersystem space freighters. To his cat, he is tenderly regarded as he whose countenance is alarming. And in the Buddha lands, he is known as the rainbow-crowned lobemaster of multispectral collie sandwiches with extra Munster. Tuesday, November 15th, 2011. Mandala world, like a wrong turn into those paintings, without a guide or point, a thread connected to a distortion of a ways down, unfolding of something universal and divine, but more than that, I'm sure, but decadence. Robed, embroidered mandalas of what's on the menu, chemicals, and experiences, without moving from this psychedelic opium den. Past life, future life, present life, metaphor, dream, vision, creativity, all of the above, none of the above. But no, if something hasn't been digested and needs to be, then so be it. That word, that's the word, digest. Sulfurous, sweets now, turds later, sulfurous, mandala bending, twisty, turny, this way, that way, no way out, lost sort of place. Lower jealousy emotions, fear, envy, apprehension, Blech. but just hovering above these, ready to sink down at the slightest provocation. God help me, I think it's a self-portrait. Do you know how to flow through getting stuck? My dad says from his book. How can I write my own script with your words echoing so on point? But I know your struggles, and your struggles became my struggles, and I digest them too. Let go and be joyous, reason, my beloved, my desire, and everyone else says. But it can't be forced, like a fake smile hiding deep suffering. And so, sitting upon my mandala rug, bright-colored red blood man, bells and third eyes all in the wrong places, mirror refracted memories, haunting and taunting, and all my arrogance, and every word I've said holds me down into a place that might be called Humility. But it feels more like Martin Luther's digestive problems. I want nothing to do with it, though it seems enticing. I don't want to build it, though I wonder if I already am. It's a place I'd rather skip or move through quickly, not reside there for eons. Thinking this is the one true place that ought to be, not like those others, over there in their gold afterlife box, 
For those others over there in the desert. For those others in the clouds. For those others high, high above. Close to the brilliant light which pours out, generating all of it. And the brightly colored mandalas are fine for those who are fed. But the servants grow weary. And when you snap at them for interrupting, there's no longer any holiness in this place. And a holy place without holiness is a shell of its former self. And a fancy drink that sits beside a born and raised llama grows moldy in the open air. And the incense won't help when the whole place is rotten. They say they keep the gates closed by dwelling right on them and remaining pure. And they are tempted by the other mandalas. A dangerous path, close to the edge of something. And while I'd like to move through and past this, I find myself very curious about it, which keeps me there. And all I do is translate it into its symbols experience language. And there are good vibes there, yes. But there's a glass ceiling. And floor. And there are further places. We have not arrived yet. Keep going. Keep going. Akkadian Eleven Reflections Monday, December 19th, 2011 After the disturbing world glimpse from Joshua Tree to this cubicle, when Lise mentioned the Akkadians, my stomach nodded up, and the baby of the seven angels cried. Then once more, the same name evoked the same response from, from us both. So I thought, there might be some connection. Tuesday, March 22nd, 2005. And one day, Sisyphus stood staring at his boulder, unmoved by it. If, how, sleep of life wakes up to mire this twisted noun, I perceive a live well after respite of agony rage, fine, smooth, slippery, difficult, same, opposite, fatigue, tastes of far east, and chewing gum, sitting in day-old skin, Crashing fog, clouds, static, mind, familiar, staleness, chosen families. Not quite jumping, but certainly running in place. Something primal, recall. Held back caution, trap myself. Enough, say no to shackles or yes. Previously, lunchtime sleeping, find the six hours. Plenty tea, black, green sweat, to wait but be present, more than content. Thank you all for tuning in to Gwydion's Astral Podcast, Episode 21. Thank you, Craig Tisdale, for letting me read your poem. Happy birthday. Uh -oh.